It's show 167 of the Rim Pro Report. Today, we're going to look back and do some looking ahead. The show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. As we embark on 2014, I wanted to remind all O'Neill partners about O'Neill University with classes coming up February 10th to 14th at all O'Neill offices around the world, including Irvine, Milton Keynes in uh, the UK and in Brisbane, Australia. There's lots of great learning for you. And this is the kind of work and this is the kind of opportunity that O'Neill Software provides its partner clients. And if you want to learn more about them, you can check it out at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, now that it's 2014, I can see exactly six years into the future, which means I, well, you know, I've got 2020 vision. Welcome to the RIM Pro Report. The one and only weekly broadcast for the RIM support services industry. Hustling with news, views, and the latest updates. This show is full of interesting information. So take notes. Now here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, it's me and I'm back after the new year. This is our first show of 2014. So happy new year to you. I hope you had an incredible holiday season. I hope it was delightful in whatever way you celebrated it. Now, what's up with the weather? Okay smokes it's crazy out there i hope you uh if you're in the polar vortex or have been for the last uh week or so and the experience the effects of that in north america i hope you're thawing out uh uk and ireland they've had their share of storms over the last week or so australia is breaking heat records rim nation be cautious out there remind your drivers and your staff to be careful uh on the roads as they're traveling as they're doing the the work they do to support the cause uh just be careful out there hey what about your goals and expectations for 2014 i know we've been thinking a lot about them here at our business uh really doing a lot of planning i've been doing them personally what about you what what are you thinking about for 2014 i hope that you have that sense that something great's going to happen in this year i know lots of stuff going on there's there's so many things going on and today i really want to look back over the year we just finished and i want to highlight some of the major events of that year so that you can have some context for the year ahead and and this is from sort of a 10,000 foot view of the industry some of the events that occurred that i think drive some of the expectation of what might happen in the year ahead but more importantly i think from your perspective is what are you doing to prepare for this year ahead what are you going to do differently this year to drive a better result a better outcome for your business and so uh, i i think as we think about what happened in 2013 in this industry at least the look at it and the look at the stuff that i can remember uh i've for the last couple of days just sort of spent some time thinking about and looking back through my notes over what has occurred in the industry this last year and and really some of my thoughts around where where we're going with all this and so uh let's take some time to do that so i'm just going to catch my breath have a quick sip of tea and then we'll be back to talk about it here we go So, you know, I'm, I'm looking over the last year and I think probably one of the biggest things that uh, I saw occurring, and it's not that it hasn't occurred in the industry, it's not that it hasn't occurred in the industry in the past, but acquisitions continue to be a big part of what occurred in the, the greater rim industry in 2013. And 
just for a few minutes, I, I want to run through some of the major ones. Um, and, and I'm going to honestly say here, I'm not catching all of these. I've missed a lot of the ones uh, that are happening outside of a U.S. with the major U.S. companies. Uh, there are a lot of smaller acquisitions that I, I undoubtedly am missing here, and I'm I'm missing them uh, both from the ease of of remembering and finding those in uh, people's actual press release um, areas on their websites, and some of the the other companies that I just don't have access to, and some of the other people that have 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 really nice feeds about what these are going on. Um, tend to respond to the people who that are issuing press releases. So these are really that, but the the ones that are most known and most notable, but you'll be surprised when you think about it and hear it all in sort of one fell swoop, uh, how much has happened in the last year. So so let's, let's just dig in starting back in January of 2013. Access acquired FileSafe of Jacksonville, Florida, and then the RIM division of Sheeler Moving and Storage in Ventura, California. And then they actually, near the end of January, added the Multiplex Information Services of Sacramento, California. This was their 48th through 50th acquisition. Uh, January seemed to be a busy month. Cornerstone acquired DocuShred of Buffalo and Rochester. They went on to announce the purchase of American Corporate Records Center of Melville, New York. GRM, which you don't often hear through the year as being a major acquirer, actually announced their acquisition of Office 360 in Indianapolis. And then Iron Mountain in January also announced the acquisition of Data Store in Madison, Wisconsin, as well as DTS of Wilmington, North Carolina. So January really things started happening in in a significant way there was a lot of acquisition right off the bat and uh, that seemed to signal what was going to transpire in the year to come february access continued their spree with the purchase of the records division of heritage moving systems of philadelphia and that added to their already existing um, operations in philly access continued in march by acquiring boston-based worth systems um, in April, they continued. Access seemed to be really rolling fairly heavily through the early months of 2013. Added another location in Montgomery with the acquisition, Montgomery, Alabama, actually, with the acquisition of Dat Data Bank or Data Bank Business Services. So here we go. It just keeps coming. And then uh, Iron Mountain made a big announcement in May of three acquisitions, all owned by ISCC of Carrollton, Texas. These uh, unique locations included Safe Record Center in Lansing, Michigan, Archives USA in Dallas, Texas, and the Document Bank in Miramar, Florida. Uh, it was quiet for a few months. Then in June, Access strengthened their position in Sacramento, California market again with the purchase of No More Records. I love the way that one sounds. No, K-N-O, More Records. Too bad they've left the building. Uh, Iron Mountain made a big move into South America with the purchase of Archivum of Sap. Paulo, Brazil. In August, Iron Mountain acquired two more companies in Colombia, Secure Data Solutions and G4S Document Delivery. Again, that the uh, what we're seeing is uh, Iron Mountain is doing more acquisitions in South America, making a, a more deliberate play there. Into September, Axis added three more to their pile of acquisitions. Olympic Data Storage of Waltham, Massachusetts, Total Shredding in Southern California, and the records business of Emerald City Moving and Storage of Seattle. In that same month, Access expanded into Costa Rica with the purchase of Archivos Abish. 
All right, I can't even remember if I pronounced that right because I remember trying to figure out how to say it the first time and, you know, thinking being in San Diego, I should know how to pronounce that, but apparently right now I don't. Then, uh, then it happened, the biggest deal of 2013, Iron Mountain purchased Cornerstone Records Management for $191 million. Uh, that was in October, so that, that, was a, that was a big deal. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what we saw earlier as we talk about personal moves. Um, as we wrapped up 2013 in December, Access acquired File Center of Salt Lake City and then Spaceport of Orlando. So Access continues to kind of make their move. Uh, probably the most active acquirer all year, despite the fact that Iron made the big acquisition in October. Freightways of New Zealand acquired two document destruction companies, Advanced Security Destruction of Sydney, Australia, and DocuShred of Hastings, New Zealand. And uh, that's just a glimpse. And that's a glimpse of the stuff that I found easily in my notes. I try and make notes every time I do this. And every week on the show for the last couple of years, we've reported what we've learned in the, the news the previous week. But uh, what I see there is this uh, continual acquisition. And it seems the players have emerged, the big players. Cornerstone's gone. Uh, from the market. Iron Mountain uh, is really in a buying mode. Access, obviously, in a major buying mode. Um, and I think, you know, in terms of acquisitions, based on what we've seen, the acquisitions are not done. Uh, I suspect, based on what we've seen from recall, that acquisitions are going to be a big part of their growth going forward. So it's it's important as we talk about this that as we think about what occurred and pre preparing for the year ahead, uh, if you're an independent at this point, be prepared to have conversations about acquisitions. Uh, if you look back into um, some of the um, the previous shows, uh, look for shows where I talk to um, some of the, the brokers because there's some really valuable information uh, in some of those shows that how to prepare for acquisition. So if that's something you're actually thinking about, uh, this is this is really a an interesting time to be someone who's willing to sell. And there's a lot of good reasons to sell and there's a lot of good reasons to hold on and to not sell and and to do something different. And and the the thought that I have there is with the acquisitions that we've seen and that continue to happen in roll ups that we're seeing continue to allow new opportunities in the marketplace specifically for independent vendors for clients who want local this is a huge opportunity and I think uh, it really demands uh, local independent companies who think differently, who think in a, in a really strong, competitive way to make their mark on on those on your local marketplace by uh, selling against national, selling local, selling uh, access to owner, selling all the kind of things that make an impact um, to those companies who specifically want local. I think it's also quite evident that it's a hard time to fight national or regional presence. So it doesn't make any sense to waste your time fighting battles you can't win. And if you're running with salespeople or you're a salesperson listening to this, it doesn't make a whole lot of energy or sense to try and win battles with companies that have national contracts, uh, regional contracts, those kind of things. They, these are these are times to actually win local business and. Win 
win strong local business if you want it. So that's that's some thoughts related to uh, acquisitions. Uh, there were some big personnel moves in 2013 that I think connect to the acquisition stuff. Um, William Meany was announced as president and CEO and a member of the board of directors for Iron Mountain first thing in January. This announcement came as Richard Reese announced his upcoming retirement. Now, if you go back and look a little bit at William Meany's background, William Meany, uh, Bill Meany, as he's known to to many, is uh, really is someone who likes acquisitions. So I, it only makes sense, and everything we've seen out of Iron Mountain seems to continue to say acquisitions will be a part of what they're doing. Uh, in January, Doug Mann took the helm as CEO of Cornerstone. Doug came from a situation previous to Cornerstone where he oversaw a distressed company through restructuring and a turnaround and then an eventual sale. So when Doug Mann took over in January uh, as Cornerstone, if you could actually look at the writing on the wall, at least initially his presence signified that they were going to be for sale, which of course proved itself to be true. Recall made some major executive announcements. In March, Recall announced that Doug Pertz would join the company as president, replacing Elton Potts, who had been with Recall 11 years in total. Now, Elton Potts moves on, Doug Pertz comes in, and Doug Pertz, guess what he does? He's uh, pretty good at acquisitions. So uh, it seems evident to me that Doug Pertz will really lead recall uh, through a lot of acquisitions going forward. And I think they're a major player in the acquisition uh, side of this industry going forward. Uh, this this was on a smaller scale, but Jim Barron, uh, n- well known in the Nade world, moved from Shredrite in Minneapolis to Gilmore Services in Pensacola, and that was a a uh, personnel move that I th- I think was um, one to note. Uh, in March of 2013, Richard Reese officially retired from his role as chairman at Iron Mountain after 31 years at the company, uh, overseeing that. Be- from a three million dollar a year business when he arrived to a uh, three point something billion dollar business, and um, I think it was a wonderful ride. I think one of the most uh, interesting, dynamic, smart, intelligent uh, guys in in this industry, uh, someone to respect greatly. And if you want to, if you didn't do this, I would strongly encourage you to listen to my interview with Richard Reese in late March. Uh, It was one of those eye-opening interviews that uh, you can't afford to miss going forward. So take a listen to that one. Uh, Alvarecchia then sort of took over, not sort of, Alvarecchia actually uh, was announced to serve as the Iron Mountain chairman of the board uh, at Richard Reese's retirement in uh, July of 2013, Ian Thomas moved from O'Neill Software into the role of VP and General Manager of AccuTrack Software, which is Iron Mountain's records management software. That then led David Holt, who was also executive VP at O'Neill Software. Uh, he became uh, the new CEO and president at O'Neill Software at that point in time. And uh, David continues to lead uh, O'Neill Software to really great stuff ahead. Uh, at the end of September, this was a pretty big announcement. Ray Barry left Access to join Nate as the Chief Shreducation and Member Relations Officer. Ray, as you might remember, rejoined Shred School, which was the brand that he had created that Nate had purchased from him uh, in 2012, end of 2012, when he uh, went to work with Access. 
Shred School really took off with uh, in in the hands of Nade in 2013, and it looks to be a real strong force in the Nade and Shred world in 2014. And uh, it's really cool to see Ray Berry back in in the shred world in a place that he seems to just love and you can check out a show we did with him earlier in the year in september when he came back uh into the the shred world on a more significant basis so there's some announcements related to personnel and i think the personnel moves at some of the bigger companies were very clear indicators of of the direction that they would be heading in terms of of um acquisitions or being acquired so some other big industry news and i think this one is one we all all in the industry watched very closely when recall couldn't be sold by brambles they eventually decided to demerge from the parent company last month recall debuted on the australian stock exchange and given that whole uh, that whole transition there uh, it seems like what we've already talked about, the aggressive acquisition pace that will will happen now is going to be also fueled by recall being in the market and being someone willing to buy companies. All right, so that's that's some of the, the major stuff I've seen. Here are some other trends that I, I think are really important and we've been watching this last year. Uh, first one is the reduction in service revenue and overall in internal organic growth of the paper storage side of this industry. Uh, earlier last year, Andy Cavell, who is the executive of Archive Systems, provided a, an incredibly interesting webinar that spoke to the trends that they were seeing internally at, at Archive Systems. The perspective that Andy provides is really interesting to me because while he's he and archive systems is a uh, significantly larger company than a say a local independent company uh, they're not also so big that their numbers are skewed primarily by acquisitions and what andy andy really pointed out during that webinar was uh, the the real uh, dramatic uh, drop in internal organic growth and the real dramatic drop in service revenue and what I think he called as right sizing so companies that had had um, potentially like law firms who had potentially stored 10,000 boxes would now be down to a thousand because they realized that they they just had to make better decisions before just boxing everything up and sending it to storage and so the reduction in service and service revenue is something to be aware of going forward because of the digital presence in our world and the power of that digital presence it seems to me that uh, all of us, especially those in the box storage world who, who are working in the box storage side of it, that's going to change your financials. It's going to change the numbers that you're working with. And so it's important to be aware of those. Uh, this is something we see in our web marketing division here at, um, at my company. Uh, that box storage leads from the web, and I'm talking specifically storage of archival boxes are really diminishing. Uh, we we look at uh, more than 50 different companies in the industry across uh, the English-speaking world, and we see dramatic evidence that box storage leads continue to drop. And that's predicated not so much on how many people are getting to the website and how those are, are predicated on actual numbers we see from, from Google 
who provides uh, information on that, there just isn't as many people searching for this anymore. Uh, it's really moving into a digital environment. So where we're seeing growth is growth in leads related to shredding and growth in leads related to scanning and imaging services. So that's a major trend that we saw significantly happening in the last year. 2013, actually, we, we saw it in 2012 and a little bit in 2011, but 2013, I think, really basically said uh, record storage is not the conversation that most of your clients are having. It's not that record storage isn't something that becomes a part of a deal. But I, I recall even a couple of years ago when Prism held its conference in uh, Reno, uh, Richard Reese talked uh, from the stage about Iron Mountain's understanding that uh, box storage was no longer the primary sale that, that, that was being delivered. Um, it was the add-on sale. It was actually the thing that happened after the fact. So that's an important trend that I, I want you to be aware of and be prepared for in uh, the year ahead. As a marketing coach and consultant in this industry, I am seeing deeper and more profound um, understanding and frustration uh, of getting to those clients a lot of a lot of the bigger companies are vended a lot of the bigger companies are that used to be easy to get to are now solidly locked in they're solidly locked in either by exceptionally good contracts or really difficult uh, permanent removal charges and in terms of in terms of the more traditional box storage uh, that's that's a part that people are struggling with. There is opportunity in smaller in smaller places. There's smaller. There's opportunity with the people who happen to be in self storage right now. There's opportunity with people who are not currently unvented or clients that are currently unvented. And so it becomes really important as as a company now to figure out better ways to market. And you can't market to everybody. You got to market to somebody. And so marketing is becoming a more and more important issue in terms of lead generation. Yes, the web is a place to do some of that, but it's also a place that's uh, easy to get lost in. Uh, there's so much opportunity there. There's so many people looking. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people spending significant dollars to drive traffic to their websites. And so one unique way to get in front of an audience is to pick niches, to work in specific verticals and become the dynamic um, leading uh, provider of services in that space and really get to know a particular niche in your local community that you can service. And that's something that I'm seeing more and more as a consultant and coach. This also, to me, is a, another trend that I'm seeing. The shred world continues to grow. Nade keeps adding new members. And that, to me, speaks to the fact that, yes, the shred world is an easier world to get into. Uh, but it's growing. Compliance is driving a lot of that. There is increasing regulation. Uh, it's really cool to see the work that Nade, Bob Johnson and Nade are doing to really drive um, Nade and shredding as a as a. A requirement in many of the states. I know there's some cool work that that uh, Nate is doing in in um, in more of a government focused uh, way that is really providing lots of valuable opportunity going forward for you. So uh, I expect to see more roll up and acquisitions in the shred markets going forward, but uh, great opportunity still living there. 
So, wow, there's there's a lot to be covered. And I know I've gone on for 20 minutes. I can't even believe uh, it's been 20 minutes, but uh, lots of good stuff there. So what's the future look like in rim, in this room industry? I, I think this remains a great industry. If you're coming primarily from the shred side and you're growing to include other services, great opportunity. If you're a traditional box storage business and boxes are where you're focused your attention on, I think without question, you have to dig into and understand the importance of lead generation on the shredding side and on the scanning and imaging side. People are looking for digital solutions before they're looking for paper storage solutions. And you've got to figure out how to address that. And you've got to figure out how to address the bigger marketplace and the power of of the bigger players now who are dominating much of the space just by own, buying a lot of competitors. So it, it's important, I think, that as this increasing competition, uh, less players, but much stronger players, 2014 is your year to actually move into a, a position of of really making things happen. You can't afford to sit back this year. I'm, I'm convinced of that. The more I see and watch this industry, and I do it every day, uh, you've got to be ready for the year ahead. This is going to be a, the, to me, this is going to be a watershed year because uh, with what I expect to see in acquisitions, uh, there's going to be a whole lot more of the local uh, players in this market, in this industry cleaned out. There's going to be either new entrants or the ones that remain have to take a, a more dominant position. This is a year you got to make some cool things happen. Finally, as we come to the end of the show, I want to let you know that in advance, we're going to be evolving this show in 2014 as well. We are extremely proud of 167 shows over the last few years. And you know what? I got to say, I'm extremely grateful for the sponsorship that O'Neill has provided us over the years. But I got to tell you honestly, trying to do a show every week is, is hard to pull off. And as I talk to people on a regular basis, the one thing I keep hearing over and over and over and over again is people love hearing the show. They just can't keep up with it. There's too many shows, uh, and in some in some respects, I feel the same way. So through the end of January, we're going to keep up our pace, which is a show a week, and uh, we've got a couple cool interviews lined up for you in the next couple of weeks. And then starting in February, we're going to back it off a little bit. We're going to back off to maybe uh, two shows a week and really make sure that when we deliver a show, it's the kind of show that that will really be uh, beneficial to you and and provide a lot of value to you but really back off from the trying to and attempting to get a show out to you every week and I, I hope in doing that the ones that you do get are going to be really good for you will provide a lot of value and that you'll find it even more valuable to you in the year ahead so what might help me with all this is to let me know what you want to hear on the show going forward. What kinds of stuff do you love? What what matters to you? What doesn't matter to you? Uh, I, I come from my perspective and I have beliefs about things, but uh, it's really important to me to hear what you would like, how, how you think this show could help you in a more effective way. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Just email me. Um, Send me an email, drop over to rimproreport.com and uh, fill in a form on that site. Either way, I'd love to hear from you and just hear your thoughts about how I can help you more with this show in 2014. Well, that's all for now. Let's end it there. I've got, uh, got lots more to say. And as you can imagine, I could talk for hours. So I'm going to wish you an amazing 2014. Lots of, lots of good stuff ahead. And again, special thanks to O'Neill Software, who sponsored this show exclusively and have since show 33. 
And until we transition in February in the new format, they'll be our exclusive sponsor. Seriously great people producing the industry-leading software, and not just for the needs you have today. We chatted a lot about that new O'Neill Cloud product they're building um, completely from the ground up as a software as a service model and and i i got to know about that product a lot more a couple of months ago at their o'neill partner conference and and i gotta say wow some really cool stuff ahead and it's it's o'neill software doing that they've led this industry for years and i want to say they're going to continue to keep doing that so with that, I want to thank them and remind you that if you're interested in really amazing software, both now and in the future, you got to connect yourself to O'Neill Software. And you can learn more about them at O'NeillSoft.com. Thanks for joining us today. Have yourself a great week. We'll see you next one. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Inc. Join us again soon.